0: So thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is The Pressure is On. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name that you wanted to be here. So we acknowledge you. We thank you. We we just invite you to teach us, to correct us, whatever you got to do to help us to get it, help us to get who you are and how to live in your kingdom right here on the earth. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And today he wants us to know that when we are on that narrow path, the pressure is on. And that's what it says in the Amplified Bible, that there is pressure on that narrow path. That leads to eternity. And that's the path you want to be on. He's also going to, we're going to talk about how to relieve that pressure. That, you know, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And Jesus gave us power and authority over the enemy. And yes, he is the one who puts the pressure on, and he does that in your thinking. That's why we're to take captive every thought, discern those thoughts, and don't let him control you. Don't let him rule you. Jesus warned us in Mark 4, as soon as you heard the word of God, Satan was going to come and try to take it. And he does it with pressure. When you get on that narrow path, he puts the pressure on Jesus said in Mark 4, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. I want to read to you um, Luke 13, verse 23. And someone asked Jesus, Lord, will only a few be saved, rescued, delivered from the penalties of the last judgment, and made partakers in salvation by Christ? And he said to them, Strive to enter by that narrow door, force yourself through it, for many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. And so what Jesus is talking about today is twofold, kind of twofold, kind of not. But when you hear a directive from God, if you don't decide ahead of time that you're going to do that thing, then you're not going to make it. And that's what he's saying here. Squeeze yourself through that narrow gate. Not many are going to make it because you know what happens? As soon as that pressure comes, they quit and give up. They want to relieve that pressure. But really, that is not the way to relieve the pressure because relieving that pressure is really going to take you down that wide path. And so what you want to do is decide ahead of time. I mean, you know what's going to happen. You know, His motive is trying to get you to go to hell with Him, not to represent the Father, Jesus, right here on the earth. He doesn't want people to see who God is. And when we're on the narrow path, they're going to see God in our lives. They're going to see the light that we have. And so the enemy is going to fight it. Jesus said, if you don't understand this one thing, this one principle, how are you going to get anything? As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. And then Jesus tells all the stages, you can read that in Mark 4, where the enemy um, is successful. And then the last group, when you get it, when you just decide that you're going to get that and you're going to do that, then you're going to receive 30, 60, and 100-fold. You're going to make it. And it does start out where, and he says that in Mark 4, where, because you don't have much root, you quit and give up. So the, so the answer is, is to be in the Word, to be hearing the Word to get revelation knowledge pay attention to the word the word is god and he is your lifeline he really is and so if you don't take that energy you're not going to make it you can't get on the path without his without the strength from the word from jesus without his help he said you can't do anything apart from me so you know you can you can do the mechanical thing and try to get on the path and and try really really hard but you're not going to make it without him. You're not going to make it because you're not going to be able to make it through that pressure. If you ever went on any sort of a fast, it's kind of like that. If you hadn't decided ahead of time that you were going to do this fast and you were going to call on Jesus to help you, then when when the pressure is on, you're going to quit and you're going to eat. That's what's going to happen. And once you quit and eat, then you're going to eat more and more and more. You're just going to not be able to do it. But when you decide ahead of time, this is what God wants us to know today. This is the answer. And so many people get on that path. They start following Jesus, and the pressure is on, and they quit, and they give up. But when you decide ahead of time that you know that pressure is going to come, and you're going to press through anyway, you're going to do this thing, then um, you're going to do it. You're going to be successful. You're going to have God's strength that... And he's going to see you through. You're going to be able to do it because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. When you ask Jesus, come live on the inside of you, have his power on the inside of you to do his will. And so, but the enemy is going to come and he's going to come with thoughts, with pressure to try to get you to do the opposed. God gives you a direction, and as soon as you do, he's going to try to get you to do the opposed thing because he doesn't want you to be right with God. He doesn't want you walking down that narrow path. He doesn't want you to make it. And that's the whole objective. He he does not want you to make it. Jesus said, many on that day are going to say to me, Lord, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. And he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. I didn't know you. So we, we have to practice his way. And when he gives you direction, it is practicing his way. And then the enemy is going to come and try to stop you. From doing that, so I'm gonna read Mark four, um, verse twenty-two. And those who are sown on well-adapted soil are the ones who hear the word and receive and accept and welcome it, and bear fruit—some thirty, some sixty, some a hundred—full return. And that's deciding ahead of time that you're going to make it through this. And even in the beginning, when Satan succeeds in stealing the word from you, because you have a little root, and you know he uses all these things that Jesus. Um, is saying here, you can get to the place where you just decide that you're going to do this and that you're going to receive from God. You're going to do this thing. And so that's the whole um, thing is that you got to decide that you're going to do this and you're going to decide that you know Satan's going to come without pressure. And you also have to know that you have authority over him. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose is loose. So you have authority over him. And when you submit to God and you do it his way and you resist the enemy, you resist the pressure, he's going to flee, James 4, 7. He is. He's going to take off. He's going to know that you're on to him. And so then he's not going to be able to do anything. We are gods and he's given us his power and authority to do his work on the earth. And so you want to get on that narrow path, and you want to stay on that path no matter what the pressure is. You know, just like anything else you decide to do, you can do this with Him. You have to stay connected to the vine, though. John 15, Jesus said, I am the vine, the Father is the vine dresser, you are the branches. And so um, as we stay in agreement with Him, then we have His power to get on that narrow path, Resist that pressure and go through. And James says to count it all joy when that pressure comes. Count it all do- joy when you're going through this because you're going to get to the place where you get it. You have understanding. Um, how do you get understanding unless you experience something? And so when you experience this thing, you're going to get it. And then James says you're not going to lack, lack anything. And in James um, 1, five, it says that But um, if you need wisdom, you can ask God, and He's going to give to you all liberally without fault finding, long as you're not double minded. See, so you have to make that decision that you're going to do this, no matter what it takes. You got to make that decision, or you're going to fall, you're going to fail. And so, submit to God, resist the enemy, and He will flee. And when He knows that you get it, then He He really has no power over you. When you bind Him, He is bound. You have God's power. In you to tell him what to do. So I want to read the rest of um, Luke to you. Um, Remember, we read someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved, rescued, delivered from um, the penalties of last judgment, and made partakers of the salvation by Christ? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, force yourselves through it, for many, I tell you, will try to enter, but will not be able. And um, when once the master of the house gets up and closes the door and you you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door again and again, saying, Lord, open the door to us. He, he will answer you. I do not know you. What household, certainly not mine, you are from. And then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. But I'll say to you, I tell you, I do not know I do not know where, what house—certainly not mine—you come from. And um, then he says, "Depart from me, all you wrongdoers! There will be weeping and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all at the prophets in the kingdom of God, and all the prophets at the king in the kingdom of God. But you yourselves, being cast forth, banished, driven away." And so he's saying really pretty much either you're for me or you're, you're against me. And if you're, gonna, if you're for me, you're going to go that extra mile. You're going to press. You're going to thrive to go that way. You, you're going to be for him. You're going to give it all you have. You're going to be determined and not turn back. You're not going to be passive, but you're going to be aggressive. You're going to go after. The kingdom of God is taken by force, and it is the precious pearl. Jesus is the way that you want to go. And as we just read, not only here on the earth, um, as you, as you um, press towards him, is there that pressure that Satan's going to try to get you to give up just to have to glorify God on the earth, but then when you leave here, He's going to say, I didn't know you because you didn't make that decision to follow after him. You didn't press past that pressure the enemy put on you. Um, and so, you know, I think God kind of calls it laziness. If you believe in me, are you going to do this? Are you going to stand up for me? Or are you just going to let the enemy push you around? Are you going to just be petting your flesh all the time? Or are you going to let the enemy, I mean, are you going to stand up for God? Are you going to stand up for him? Are you going to press and Are you going to find out who he is so on that day he doesn't say, I didn't know you? You know, so much of the time we listen, but we're not doing it. We take him lightly. We don't take him seriously. And we were talking about how that fasted life, fasting and praying, is really getting on that narrow path and um, coming up against the enemy, not letting him um, harass you and oppress you. You take authority over him, not him, you. And um, whether we realize it or not, um, until we take that narrow path, um, we are being controlled by the enemy. Until you make that decision that you're going to commit to Jesus, you're going to call on his name. Romans says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You're going to call on his name. You're going to live your life for him. You're going to believe in him. Um. When he knocks at the door of your heart, you're going to invite him in. You're not going to ignore him, but you're going to go his way. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He has a plan for you. He wanted me to mention that, and that plan is on the narrow path. And you know, some of the some of the time, you know, when when the enemy comes against you on that narrow path, it's going to seem like it makes so much sense. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. Um, to do what you feel like God is telling you to do. But you know, when you know what he's telling you to do, whether it makes sense or not, um, you want to go that way. You want to do what he's telling you to do. And if you're not sure what he's telling you to do, then just wait, just wait. And he will make it clear to you. You know, another thing that is very powerful is Jesus said, when two or more are gathered in his name, he is there among them. and um, He is. His presence is very strong, and we know that when we're with more than just ourselves. Not to say that He isn't there when you're alone, but He is. But when two or more gathered in His name, He said, He is hanging out among you. And um, so that is very cool. And so don't give in to the pressure that the enemy is putting on you. And again, the way you get rid of that pressure is you decide you're going to follow Jesus. And if you don't know what Jesus is saying to you, you're going to wait until you do it. And don't make any sudden moves. Don't do anything because of the pressure he's putting on you. Because it just takes you one step back again. And once he gets in the door, you know, he just wants to take over. He does. So you want to just keep him underfoot. Don't let him rule you. You are in authority over him, Jesus said. The keys of the kingdom have been given to you. So you got to use them. Stop letting him control you and stop um, just like being mediocre and, and be that king's kid that you are and take authority over him and do the great things Jesus is calling you to do. He said, I am leaving, and now you're going to go because I'm going to the Father, and you're going to do the things that I did. So we got to get up, get on our horse, and get going and do that thing that he's calling us to do and not let the pressure of the enemy get to you. Just tell him to be bound, bind him, tell him to be quiet and get lost. And you know, the biggest thing to know is once he knows you're on to him, you know, you're submitting to God, he's going to run. He's going to run from you because he knows you know who you are. And that takes diligence to get up every day and take the time to get to know God. But you know, we can be a lazy people. So many people want to go to church and just learn what the pastor learned about God. And you can't do that. Just like you're not going to marry someone someone else picked out for you and got to know for you. You're not going to marry Jesus without um, getting to know him first. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. And you can't um, go to the Father except through him. So you got to get to know him. And Revelation 3.20 said says that he is knocking at the door of your heart, Romans says, if you call on the name of the Lord, everyone who calls on his name will be saved. When you trust in him, you're going to be saved. And so let's do that. If you never did that before, I just so want to say that prayer with you right now. Let's do that. Dear Jesus, we thank you so much that you laid down your life for us. And we believe that you did. And we believe you came so that we could have life, have it to the full until it overflows. And we know that you are knocking at the door of our heart, and we're just inviting you to come in and take over. We submit to you, God, and we resist the enemy. And we know your word is true, and he will flee as we submit to you. And so we do. We decide ahead of time we're going to live our life your way. We're going to get on that narrow path, and we're not going to be scared off by the enemy. We thank you for taking over. We just thank you for taking over our lives and leading us. And we'll do all that you're calling us to do. Thank you for making it clear to us. We thank you and praise you for your presence. We love you so much. Love you in Jesus' name. In your name we pray. Amen. So if you said that prayer, I would love it so much if you'd let me know. And now Jesus is living on the inside of you. And he's going to teach you his way. He is. And that pressure is going to come. But it's just a little pressure from the enemy. It's no big deal. He's just trying to get you to go the other way. And um, he uses all kinds of things like fear and what if. And that's why I want you to read Mark 4. Jesus tells you all the tactics he uses. And don't get real bent out of shape if you miss it a few times. It's okay because that is your experience. And so just hang on to Jesus. Stay on the vine. And look at the Word and learn who he is and take all take heed to all the warnings that he gives you so that you can walk well in his kingdom represent him here you know jesus said in john 15 he said he's the vine father's the vine dresser we are the branches and when we come in agreement with him we can ask whatever we will what about that isn't that cool and then we'll be glorifying the father and be proving to be true disciples of his. And then when we get to that gate, he's not going to say, I didn't know you. I don't know what household you're from. Because those people weren't in agreement with him. So you got to strive to be in agreement with him. Call on his name every day. Call him, ask him to help you, and um, humble yourself and know that you can't do this thing without him. I don't want to make it sound like it's just too easy because... Um, it, the, the pressure is relieved by submitting to God, being in agreement with him. So it is easy with him. It is easy when you make the decision. Um, and, um, but with, without him, it's too hard, and you're not going to make it without him. And, you know, so the enemy tries to tell you that. It's too hard, but it's not too hard with Jesus. Anything is possible with him, and he is your strength. He gives you his strength, his anointing to do his well. And so don't let that pressure pull you off the path. Just throw it off. Bind him. Tell him you know what's going on, and he needs to flee. You'll do fine. Because Jesus now lives on the inside of you if you said that prayer. And if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. John 1, 1, by the way, says that he is his word. So not only read Mark 4 and... Um, to to be really concentrated on the tricks of the enemy, because Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. But read all of the New Testament to get to know Jesus. He is the way. He's the truth. So you want to start there. You want to get to know him. And as you submit to him, as you obey him, he's going to start manifesting himself to you. He said, my sheep know my voice, and they follow me, and they have eternal life. So you got to follow him. Don't follow the enemy. Don't be on the wide path. But And don't give in to that pressure of when you're on that neural path. You'll make it. You will. Because he is in you. Thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.